What's up, everybody, and welcome to another episode of the Circle of Slime. It's me, your boy Skinny. I'm joined by Jazzy J and the one and only Ozzy Fresh. What up, everybody? Happy Thirsty Thursday to everyone out there. You know, I already had my drink of the day, night. You know, it was five o'clock in my house for sure. So I enjoyed that. <laughs> Hope you guys do the same. Hope you guys also enjoyed this week's drink of the night. Um, we're switching it up a little different. There won't be any more drink of the night on the show. We'll have its own special place on YouTube shorts and our Instagram reels. If you haven't checked it out, go to our Instagram, check it out. Ozzy brought us a nice new beer. And we also have another one coming for you either tonight or we'll probably save it for tomorrow. Give it to you guys in the in the afternoon or something like that. But again, welcome to another episode. We're so happy to join you guys. We got so much to talk about. We got a full slated show. We're going to give you a little bit of heat, a little bit of the NBA. We're definitely going to talk some Shohei Otani, who was absolute showtime. Showtime. Uh, We we got some NFL news. We got some food news. Um, There's a lot going on. But uh, let's get right into it. Game of the night yesterday. The rivalry is back, boys. The Miami Heat beat the New York Knicks 127 to 120 at home. Jimmy Butler put up a magnificent performance. I believe Himmy. He Himmy Butler. He had 35 points, nine assists, four rebounds. Big clutch points, too. Tyler Hero did his thing, contributing with 22. And Gabe Vincent holding his own against the little man. A battle of the little men. Jalen Brunson and Gabe Vincent. Gabe Vincent got the best of him last night with a W. Put up 19 points. And one, two, three, four, five, six players in double figures last night for the Miami Heat. Just a great performance. A good night of shooting. And, um... Heat Knicks, man, it really doesn't get better in basketball than this rivalry. It's so old school. The Allen Houston shot, uh, Van Gundy being dragged by Alonzo Mourning's legs, all the fights. It's just, it's amazing. Uh, Ozzy, I'm going to come to you first. How exciting is it to have a good battle against the New York Knicks? It's good when they're relevant, isn't it? It's, it's, it's always great, man. When, when the Cowboys are good in football and when the Knicks are good in basketball, I feel like uh, the sport just elevates quite a bit, even though both those teams suck balls. But uh, but no, it was a it was a, it was a great game. Uh, one thing that really stood out to me was, was you mentioned Gabe Vincent's play, man. I felt like this is what we've been needed to do since week one. I don't know why the fuck Kyle Lowry's corpse has been out there with his big booty ass doing whatever he's doing, because, you know, he played a decent game yesterday but normally he's not that great and Gabe Vincent really showed out especially against a talented Jalen Brunson who was their max uh player off signing and I just I just think it I think it was great I think Gabe Vincent showed out Jimmy obviously did his thing specifically towards the end of the game I think from what I've seen man you you, you guys tell me but like is he gonna be like the best after contact like athlete of all time when it comes to basketball like I feel like this guy can take hits here there wherever and those shots still fucking go in. And I don't recall, at least in my lifetime, seeing so much a player get so much contact, so much per game, getting to the line all these times and still making these and one buckets and just fucking doing his thing. So shout out to Jimmy. I don't know. Maybe, Jason, you're our historian. Who else can take contact like fucking Jimmy Butler and still put up the points he does? I mean, I, I, wait, he wait. might be. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah. But I feel like with Jimmy, AI, I'm watching it every know, game. AI, so. LeBron James. You're, you're, well, I'm, yeah. You guys are, you might are be like, prisoner of the sure, moment this guy right does now. It, this guy does it every game. Like, literally, <laughs> he does, he'll, he'll he have does. three buckets and 19 fucking free throws. Like, he yeah. does it all game, every game. That's like his style of play. So, obviously, yeah. we have huge, big-bodied men that can James do this. James Harden shit, was on a, on a consistent line, basis, you know. though, like, holy shit. I've never seen yeah. 
But James Harden was a king flopper. He was barely yes. touched making all those yes. things. You see Jimmy getting grabbed and thrown, and he's still like yeah, playing bully I, ball. Maybe yeah. I am a player of the moment, but shit, man, it's fucking it's it's crazy to see how much it really is him at the line I love fucking it. playing bully basketball. Yeah. Totally yeah, trapped uh, in the moment, but I love it. Yes. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah the Heat it. are doing their thing. Jimmy's doing his thing. Uh, Jazzy, I know you love some of the back and forth that was going on with Jimmy and uh, Julius Randle. Oh, He's having oh, a phenomenal season, by up. the way. Yes. <laughs> but I'll let you speak on it. I mean, it's about fucking time, right, New York? I mean, Jesus, it only took you this long to become fucking relevant. Thank you for, you know, coming back to the show and making this rivalry something worth watching, you know? I mean, they're up 2-1 right now on the season, and we got one more. We got to go over to Madison Square Garden to finish off that fourth on one. But, um, yeah, but this is going to – and it's an important game. It's for seeding, too, you know, and we're chasing them, so – I mean, it, it's great. It's great for basketball. It's great for the NBA. It's great for, for the Heat. It's great for the Knicks. You know, the Knicks being relevant, it's great all around in general. You know, it's, it's, like I said, fucking finally, guys, you know. But welcome to the show, you know. And they got a tough squad. They got a lot of talent, a lot of young players, you know, mixed with some veterans. And Julius Randle, man, that guy's a beast. And one of the biggest reasons that we were able to win that game yesterday was because we were able to contain him. You look at the previous two games in which we played them, Julius Randle was a monster. He was destroying us, you know. And, I mean, that last game, he the, hitting the game winner, and we were suffocating him defensively. So I think that was one of the biggest issues in which, you know, we were able to pull off this victory, and that was our defense upon uh, uh, Randle. Yeah, uh, Julius Randle has been going crazy. In the past three games, I think they were all decided by a bucket. Yeah, yeah, so by a bucket. All these games have been great. They've come down to the wire. The Knicks are a really good team. Right now, I believe they have the the, the fifth seed. Uh, mm -hmm. We're only like two games behind them, though, so right. it's going to be interesting. And the Heat are heating up at just the right, just the right time. time. They are 7-3 and three in their last 10 and I told you guys a couple of shows Jimmy. ago. He, he don't he don't play regular. It makes sense as to why everybody was scared of this Miami team, and we're looking at them in that little losing season that they were going through, and we're like, "What is everybody scared of?" And this is what everybody was scared of: that fucking squad. Yeah, and it's in the regular season, Jimmy doesn't go crazy. You know what I'm saying? But we really we've doesn't. been witnesses to it. We've seen what he does when it's time to play. Jimmy just has a fucking button that he can turn on, like like. He can really elevate to superstar status. And like a lot of the guys in this league, Jimmy actually plays every fucking night. But he keeps a nice pace and he lasts throughout the season. When you got these other guys, we'll get into it more later, like Kevin Durant and LeBron James. They've missed 20 fucking games. You got uh, Kawhi Leonard. I don't even know when he plays. The guy plays <laughs> I like I think you, it's more of a surprise when you see him playing versus when he's not playing. It, it's crazy. Like fucking Kevin Durant, you know? Jesus yeah, Christ. well, Kevin Durant is funny, but we're going to get to that in a little bit. But, um, man, the Heat, they're catching fire. Really, really good win. Like I said, 7-3 and three in their last. 10 we're about half a game behind brooklyn right now so it's looking good um if we do match up with one of these teams boys as of right now it would be the heat versus the celtics in the first round Oof. not a first round opponent that i would like to go with how confident jazzy would you be with the heat in round one against the boston celtics Super confident. And I, I, I'd take that matchup. Like, give it to me now, you know, because I'm eventually going to have to get it. And I don't want to have to wait down the road to get it. Give it to me right fucking now. And let me bitch slap them out of the fucking way and move on to the next one. Give it to me. I have no fear yeah. whatsoever. Give it to me. I'm much more fearful. I do not want the Celtics <laughs> in the first round. Give that to me later. Don't give it to me now. 
I want to build something. You're gonna have up. to take a bite of that sandwich round. eventually, man. You are. You are. That's that's a good way to say. It. You're gonna have to taste it sooner than later. Yeah, but um, yeah, yeah. it's gonna be interesting. I'm not as confident. If that was our first round matchup, I would prefer Philly. I feel like we got Philly's yeah. number. Somehow yeah. we always get the best of the Sixers. So I would really I feel like, like it's that. splitting hairs, though. All those teams, whether it's top Philly three seeds or, are, yeah, are they're, they're all fucking hairs. They're already good, okay. man. Okay, uh, slime. You would prefer Boston over Philly in the I first mean, round for the Heat? Absolutely not. Absolutely not. Man. I'd rather take Philly any other day. But yeah, I'd rather not Boston, have any of them. Yeah, I'd rather, I'd rather take I mean, the Cavs. You know? Yeah. Or the, the Knicks. Cavs. At least we know we're getting with the Knicks. We know yes. we're in the second round, at least, you know? Look how hard those games are against the fucking Knicks, dude. Yeah, oh that that matchup you're probably not going to get. But if I had to choose between the two, which are the more realistic options, the Celtics over the Sixers, um, give me Philly. I really think that we'll make it out the first round. But all right, let's move along. The Warriors and Mavs. What a debacle last night. Can somebody explain to me what happened? Jazzy, Man. I'll give it to you first. I tried to understand what the fuck was going on. I even saw the replay, and for a second, I was like, man, was I sucking on my vape a little too much for a second? I was like, what is going on? You know, I'm looking at the referee, he calls, and I'm like, what is Mark Cuban's confusion? And apparently, a referee told them something different than what the referee called on the basketball court. So, you know, and just they even so claimed happened, they called the timeout. <laughs> yes, yeah, and then it was out. Uh, it was supposed to be Golden State ball, but they said it was Dallas ball. And then it just so happened it was he said he's not going to protest the game unless it's within two. And then fucking Bullock makes a three with time running out. So it's a two point game. It ends 127, 125. Like it's fucking nuts. The whole thing, I still don't know what the hell is going on. And is he going to still protest the game? Because he did, you know, he did, it he was, did already. He did? Okay. He protested, so, uh, yeah. He I, I don't understand what the fuck is going to happen. Doesn't he have to pay a bill too if nothing comes through to this? Like there's a financial aspect of him protesting. I read. I'm going to get more information on that, but I read there's a financial aspect. And I think it's either three months or something. He has to pay a bill if it comes out that everything was accurate and he wasted the NBA's time by doing this protest. I mean, you can't, you can't say that he wasted the time because the entire Mavericks team was on the other side of the court. Like, it's it's not like it was something that one person made a decision and thought they were wrong. You had an entire team on the opposite side of the court waiting for something to happen and these guys just inbound right under the basket and they score a point so it's just like it, it's just a little absurd i mean these referees man they're taking a lot of heat as of late i don't know if we're having like another donahue situation going on where these guys are getting paid off close because apparently cuban is saying that something about the spread there was like like mouthing about spreads going on with this game so like i don't know man this shit might be another crisis going down and it's a bad time for the Mavericks to be losing because they're having a rough season, even with the addition of Kyrie. Yeah, so just as confused as all three of us are on this segment, <laughs> I was watching the post game and I saw Jason Kidd, who had no clue. This is the head coach <laughs> on the sideline, and he didn't drop a drink this game, so you know he wasn't drunk. He had no idea what was going on. He had no answer for it. They're asking him questions, and he's like, I don't fucking know. Like Jazzy <laughs> said, he told them there was a timeout. There was just madness and confusion. Sure enough, they lose by two points, a critical two points. But uh, Jazzy, you seem to have found something. Yeah, Mark Cuban's protest must also be accompanied by a protest fee of $10,000, which will be refunded if the protest prevails or forfeited if it doesn't. So yeah, he's, he's got to be on tequila. That's a, that's a, that's a drop so in a, this, in a, in a this bucket This protest there. basically costs $10,000. That's crazy. And it's crazy. crazy. You see, you see the, the owners have to pay 
for an investigation, so to say, the players are getting fined on the on a daily thousands of dollars. Like 30 but grand these, for yeah, talking and, shit about the rest. <laughs> and these referees, they're fucking up every game. There's bad calls. They're getting too involved. Um, they're never held accountable. Slime. Like, how does that make you feel knowing that it's it's pretty much like you get in trouble at work for fucking up and your boss or whoever's whoever's watching over you makes the same mistake as you, but they're not held accountable Nothing. for their actions. Yeah. Not, yeah, and that, and that's why I think it's it's something bigger than what we're witnessing, right? It can't just be that every night reps are making questionable calls. There's got to be something going on, whether that's like a feud going on between the refs and players because their players are talking too much shit, so they're just not getting their way. Or it's, you know, a Donahue situation where people are getting paid off because of how big the gambling is. Adam Silver pretty much invited gambling into the NBA, so now it's it's a it's a widespread thing in the States. Now you can gamble on fucking anything. You can gamble on the ref tying his shoes throughout the game. That's a bonus. You know what I'm saying? So it's just like, it comes down to either that, or like I said, a lot of the players been talking shit. And now these are the refs fighting back, like in fucking longest yard when they're letting this guy get his ass whooped all game, you know, until they finally speak up and do something different. So I don't know. Throw a basketball at his dick. That'll fix everything. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, if that's what's happening here, like somebody has to step in and put an end to it. The referees cannot have like a personal vendetta against the players. Like that's just ridiculous. So something's got to happen here. Kansas state. Oh, sorry. I, I can't take my eyes off this. See those Kansas eyes State. over there. I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm like, are you gonna? Are you yelling at your, your know, son Angel, or are you watching the game? Also, <laughs> yeah. So just I'm an update: Kansas State, Michigan State. They're playing right now in the Sweet 16. Kansas State is up by two. Michigan State has possession with 19 seconds left on the clock. So if you're tuning and in, we're live, not giving play by play. No, we will keep you guys on. updated on that. But uh, moving on, so we had a debacle there with the with the Warriors and the Mavs. We'll keep it on in the West. The Sacramento Kings, dude. Whoa, what is happening? Is Luke Walton still their coach? No, hell no, no. <laughs> dude, no. But I found out who was their coach, and you're gonna be just as surprised, dude. Mike fucking Brown. Can you believe Mike that Brown. shit? Mike what, Brown. dude? From he's the, the coach. Yeah. Yes, yes. Yeah. LeBron's Brown. first coach. Mike Brown wow. is the coach of the Sacramento Kings, and they are fucking killing it out west, dude. They're playing tremendous team ball, and they're doing it with Sabonis and fucking De'Aaron Fox, man. And that Ballers team is just in their loaded. own right. Yeah, yeah with a bunch of young kids. Buddy Heal, yeah. man. Yeah, no, he's not. I don't think he's no, there he got anymore. traded. Yeah, Shit, yeah, he's on the Pacers, yeah. right? <laughs> yeah. I need to watch more Kings basketball. <laughs> yeah, but they're but, good, man. Yeah, Sacramento's really doing their thing. Um, are we buying or we're selling this team? I feel like the Kings is that team that's going to – almost like the fucking Denver Nuggets. They, they're the first seed in the West. I could bet anything that the Nuggets won't make it out the second round because that's what they fucking do. They suck. They're uh, regular season – uh award winners but when it comes to the playoffs they don't do nothing um right now if it was set up it'd be the sacramento kings against the golden state warriors who is taking the sacramento <laughs> kings in the first round against the warriors Jazzy? i don't know but, but that denver you? nugget hate sounds a lot like my minnesota viking hate i'll tell you that much yeah, um, yeah let me tell you we'll get to I, that. I actually kind of like the denver nuggets i think they're they're 
good team. I think their problem is it's always been health. I, Jamal Murray always gets hurt at the at the bad at the wrong time, you know, and that fucks up the whole situation. But I think they got a very good squad. And if it comes down to um, if it comes down to health and they're healthy and Golden State is not healthy, which Golden State, you know, they're an older team, but they're still a very good team. But uh, they have health issues of their own that they're dealing with and also some secular stuff that they're going on with. Um, so if it comes down to like who's on the court, I like Denver's chances. But if Golden State is at, you know, their full strength with Clay and Draymond and and uh, Steph, then I don't know. You, you could see a different story out there. All right. The put the pen on? down for one second. <laughs> you totally the first time I hit it. I totally botched the matchup. The matchup is the Sacramento Kings and the Golden State Oh, Warriors. I thought it was Denver. Okay, I thought no, it was Denver. No, no, give me your take all over again. All right, so uh, no, then Golden State all the way. I don't even see gonna Sacramento beat them getting out of the first round. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't see all Sacramento right, getting out of the first round if that's their first round matchup. So, so I, I thought Sacramento made a huge mistake. Uh, mistake trading Halliburton because I thought that kid that kid is a stud clearly he's doing yeah, his thing Trey Halliburton. right now um but yeah. they got Sabonis in return Sabonis is finally healthy and he's doing his fucking thing fucking and, and and I don't know yeah, yeah. The, the West is weak this year let's be completely honest so I don't know if it's mostly just that the West is not as strong as it used to be and that's why the Kings are doing so well because they are playing good basketball don't get me wrong but like you said if they match up with the Warriors who are just having an off year due to injuries and shit like that they're gonna get their asses kicked and I think, you know, that just that's just how, how I feel. Um, but I don't know. I mean, I think they're a great team. I just don't think, one, they have the experience that Golden State has, even with the they're injuries. Young. And, I, and they're, young. they're very young. But it's, it's, a good, it's a good sign, right? It's a good sign for yeah. the future. That, that they're the trending up. Because that's another thing. If the Kings are great at basketball, the basketball is going to be fun again. Like, cause when you see yeah. these teams do great, like, it makes everyone hype. And I think, you know, this is the perfect time for them. They got a nice young stud with De'Aaron and, and Sabonis. And, you know, hopefully they keep it up. But I do not see them making it out of the first round if they have to play Golden State. Yeah, me neither. It's going to be interesting. But I am excited to see Sacramento and that arena with a playoff atmosphere. It's going to be yeah. really fucking it's gonna be fun. So, Chris uh, Weber out there calling uh, timeouts for no reason. It's going to be great. So <laughs> One thing you said, though, Slime, and it really stood out to me. You said the West is weak. The records are very sketchy throughout the West. But is there a team in the West like, well, to me, there's plenty of teams that I'd really be fearful of playing considering this time of the year when everybody's getting healthy. You got the I agree. Mavericks in the ninth I'm just seed. saying, I'm saying the way, the way that the, it's structured right now, like the way the, the, the records are, like it's, it's because it's been a soft season for them. There's been a lot of injury plague. There's been a lot of trades that went on. A lot of the big powerhouses in the West aren't the same at the beginning of the season. LeBron James is out. So I think all those things kind of factor into why we see the healthy teams, the Nuggets, the Grizzlies, and the Kings. And in the top three, because who would have ever imagine those would be our top three seeds? At least not, you know, maybe the Nuggets because they've been consistently good. But to think the Grizzlies and the Kings are going to be the, in the top three, especially the Kings, you know, I don't know. That's just a, a, what what I've seen from the season this year. But like you said, Slime, it's I do top think heavy, that these, I... yeah, I think it's top heavy. But I think what Slime yeah. said, like the Mavs, you know, the Timberwolves can get hot. The the Warriors, like Clippers. They're, 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 the Clippers, they're going to all. All that experience is going to show. I mean, show if Phoenix come, gets healthy and one. KD fucking shows up, that that's a dangerous squad in itself. That is yeah. the most dangerous. That is the squad most dangerous squad. The NBA. Yeah. <laughs> Chris Paul and Kevin Durant are healthy, and Devin Booker looked the fuck out. That's it. DeAndre Ayton, <laughs> like the team is phenomenal. Who do you guys have coming out of the Biz <laughs> We're gonna get there. Who do you guys have coming out of the West though? If you had to pick one team out of all these teams. <laughs> I'll go first. 
I are we including the way that the rosters are right now? You're no, because you, everybody's getting ready to come back. Even LeBron yeah, okay. James and Kevin Durant. Um, I'll go first. If I have to pick a team, I'm going to go with the obvious team. I'm going to go with the fucking Phoenix Suns coming out of the West. I would love to say the Clippers, but they always find a way to blow it. Um, Ozzy, I'll let you go second. Yeah, I mean, I, I would go. I would go there as well. I feel like they're the most complete team, most complete starting five by far. Like, I don't know about, uh, I don't know how great their depth is with their bench. You know, that's always a factor come playoff time. But um, I would definitely go the Suns. If not, man, you never know, man. Look what the Mavs did without Kyrie last year. They snuck all their asses all the way to the Western Conference Finals. So I like their odds too. You know, I'm a Luka fan, and I think those guys finally figured out and turned it on in the postseason as well. But yeah, definitely, definitely Phoenix. Yeah. Uh, Jazzy, where are you going? Who would you have coming out? Yeah, I like Dallas. You know, I like that. No, I like Dallas. You know, <laughs> with, with Christian Wood, Maxi Kleba up top in the post, and also you know with Kyrie, the addition of Kyrie, and, and, and I love Luca. Like Ozzy said, I'm a big Luca fan. I think if they're able to get healthy and get that chemistry fixed up going into the playoffs, going through round one and in round two, just something clicks. Man, I really like Dallas. You know, I, I think they could be a very dangerous threat to, to Phoenix. But like you said, Andy, Phoenix is the top dog. You know, pending health, uh, those guys get healthy. Everybody's chasing Phoenix. And I think that matchup of Kyrie and Luka and, and those two big men who, who could stretch the court, I think they present a very good matchup to, uh, to the Phoenix Suns. Yeah, it's definitely going to be interesting. Uh, we're going to move to the next segment, but we will give you an update. The Michigan State-Kansas game has gone into overtime. It is tied 84 with three minutes left. We're definitely tuned into this game because it's a goodie. All right, moving on. The LeBron-less Lakers. Um, this team made some acquisitions at the trade line, and by golly, that is holding them down. Um, Anthony Davis has just been on a tear lately. They're 6-4 and four in their last 10, and um, we got a fan of D'Angelo Russell in the building, or what is it? Is somebody <laughs> man-crushing? Which one I'm of like low-key, undercover. <laughs> I kind of like him today, but we'll see how he plays tomorrow. <laughs> I mean, this dude. His as long as he doesn't snitch stuff. on LeBron. Yeah, cheating. you know that's another thing. But <laughs> hey, we're not here to talk about the past. All right, we're moving forward. All right. I think his game is so smooth, man. I love his handles. I love the way he shoots the rock. I love the way he passes the ball and moves it around. The thing is, the dude is just so inconsistent, you know. But when he's hot. Dude, his game is like it's like a streaky shooter. You know, when they're hot, they're good. They're they're just making shit. They're making shit. When he's hot, he's just so smooth and able to move within the offense. It's like, bro, it's hard for me to describe. It's just like the word smooth is all I can see when I see him playing. You know, it's just he's maneuvering himself in and out of the fucking offense. And it's beautiful to watch, you know, but it's yeah, that he, consistency. Yeah, he plays with a nice grace in the game. Yes, you know what yes, I'm saying? It's that's a good verb. Yes, it's yes, real nice yes. to watch. And I think it's going to be a great compliment to LeBron James for somebody who doesn't have to bring the ball up every time because we're so used to – I haven't seen a good Lakers point guard in a while. Um, uh, Westbrook was a train wreck. He's a train wreck everywhere he goes. Um, so now you got somebody who could bring the ball up. And when LeBron does return, um, that team is just going to get even better. Are we confident that the Lakers make it to at least the play-in? Right now they're tied for the 10th seed, so they're the last team in that play-in. Slime, how confident in you are the Lakers making it into the play-in and getting out and clinching that 8th seed through the tournament? 
I think I think they're gonna make it out. I think this is a defining moment for Anthony Davis. It's finally all on his shoulders. LeBron's out of his way for the moment. You know, I don't I don't know when LeBron's scheduled to come back, but um, I'm assuming prior to playoff time. But I think that's just gonna be his proving case. He's always kind of been in, in LeBron's shadow, even when they won the championship. Um, and I think that's what's gonna be the push, right? That D'Angelo Russell, because obviously, like Ruri Hachimura, who they picked up, hasn't done shit. You know, um, Malik Beasley is very inconsistent as well. Um, so I, I think it's going to come down to those two fellas, you know, holding it down, you know, and kind of being, you know, point, point and big man, fucking running it down on people and, and doing pick and rolls and figuring it out and letting Anthony Davis shine. That's the way I think they hold it down and make that make that 10 seed, especially if LeBron comes back, come play in time. They're definitely going to get that eight seed. Yeah, it's, it's going to be interesting to watch. And it was set up today. You'd have the Timberwolves versus the Lakers. The Lakers would be playing in Minnesota. Um, put my money on the Lakers. The Timberwolves will have to play one more game to see if they make it into the, into the playoffs. Jazzy, how confident are you the Lakers solidifying a spot in the top, in the bottom four and making it out of that playoff tournament? Are you buying the Lakers into the playoffs or are you selling it? Oh, 100% buying in on the Lakers. <clears throat> Excuse me. I think LeBron gets healthy at the perfect moment. I, I really like the moves in, in uh, D'Angelo Russell that they did. You know, Rui Hachimura, he's, you know, playing completely inconsistent basketball right now. But he's a young, athletic guy who can give you six fouls in the playoffs, you know. And those six fouls, <laughs> those are very important come playoff time. So um, I, I do like the additions. It, it looks like they're starting to gel. And that kid, Austin Reeves, like, holy hell, is was that like an aberration? Did we just see something no. on a special he's night? Or he's good. Is he's this, a really good uh, You know, like, that's insane that they got this kid coming through. So it's, And they it got seems- Schroeder, too. Yeah, they, they got they got faster. They, they they got a lot faster. They got a lot younger. I think they got a lot more athletic. And uh, and and I I think that health being a big issue at this time of the season for those older guys. Um, I think you know if, if they can get healthy and put it all together, it looks like you know it's like that moment in, in Major League. You know, it's starting to come together, Charlie. It's starting to come <laughs> together. So uh, you know they they look like they're they're that type of team where you know they could cause a problem. So it looks like we're all buying on the Lakers making yes. it into the playoffs. Do we not, think not we- only that, but but sorry to interrupt, but not only that, but look at the standings, bro. The the fourth seed and the tenth seed are separated by two and a half games. That's it. You know, the only locks in the playoffs are the Nuggets and Grizzlies. Everything else is open field. So if the Lakers can get hot in the next week and week or two, man, they could fuck around and be already a six or seven seed and just automatically have a bid into the playoffs as well. So that's also a possibility to think about. Very true. So if they do clinch one of these bids, are we confident that the Lakers could be a Western Conference Finals team? Does LeBron have a chance with this team at uh, at reaching, possibly even having an attempt at another title? Slime, I'll let oh, you yeah. go first. With LeBron James on the court, there's always a possibility. With LeBron James with a supporting cast on the court, then it's almost a certainty, right? So uh, I, I think that it's it's always he's always going to be in somebody's head in the West, especially if they do end up facing off against Phoenix or or maybe you know Sacramento or the Grizzlies. You, you never know, but definitely I think it's a possibility. And if they're all healthy at the right time, why not, man? It, it, it's definitely an option. All right, Jazzy, you think the Lakers have a chance at contending for a title with the roster that is constructed as of today? 
in 2006, I saw LeBron James and a nobody cast of the 2006 Cleveland Cavaliers make it to the NBA Finals. If he that is also that, LeBron James at like 25 yeah, that, years old. You know what? Apex. LeBron James yesterday and LeBron James today, he's the same fucking player. He's not hurt Like right Tom now. Brady. He's they don't fine. get old. Even, they, this guy goes to Germany and does these stupid, crazy fucking surgeries, and all of a sudden he's 100% healthy. I think that even Dennis, Dennis Schroeder made a – yeah, he does that Kobe Bryant therapy, you know, Dennis Schroeder made a comment the other day. They asked him about LeBron James's health, and he goes, uh, those German doctors are something, aren't they? You know, like, <laughs> the fuck out of here. This guy's a fucking robot. He's fine, you know? So if I, I've seen that guy do way worse with less talent, and he's got a lot better talent. He's got Anthony Davis next to him. If LeBron James gets into the playoffs, whether it's a six-seater in the playoffs, uh, as in the play-in, uh, watch out. You know, the Lakers are going to be a problem. You're going to – you could see them – Theoretically, I don't see anybody out west, whether it be Sacramento or any of those teams, that can confidently say, I'll take down a healthy LeBron with AD in a seven-game like series. I'm buying it, too, and I'm a fan of LeBron, and I would I would like to see him at least get another chance love at another ring. It. Go go ahead, Slime. I'd love to hear it. I'd love to hear uh, those words. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, moving on. Kevin Durant and his counterpart, Bismack Biombo. Uh, <laughs> that's his sidekick. Uh, does anybody have any idea how old Bismack Biombo is? Because I don't know. I see this guy. He's starting for the Phoenix Suns at center. I think his I birth certificate know. says he's 19. He, he, he's only 30 years old, guys. <laughs> that's crazy. Bismack Biombo is only 30, bro. I thought he was in the <laughs> league no for like way, 25 dude. years. Is that's there anybody insane. who knows what team he was on before Phoenix without cheating? Oh, God, dude. I, I'm I telling you, Ozzy was I the one who refreshed my memory about Orlando. I thought, I thought he was his last team then... was Charlotte, dude. That was the last I remember of him. Let's see. Let's I think see. Charlotte was right like now. in his early career. That's crazy. <laughs> like, I don't even know. I can't believe he's starting I'm in the telling NBA you, the last game. memory I have of that guy is and, the, and the Mike oh, wow. Wade Jason, series. Jason, you're... What is so, it? Uh, so 2011 to 2015, he played for the Bobcats. Slime, you're right. And then 2015 and 16, he played for the Raptors. 16 and 18, the Magic. And then from 18 to 21, he went back to the Charlotte Hornets. You're right. Oh, my <laughs> God. That was and right. And then now, and now this year, he's playing for Phoenix. Dude, when I saw that guy last night, I'm like, yo, this guy's still around? What the It was part fuck? of the 2011 draft, bro. The seventh Dude. overall pick. And he was playing really good, too. That's what was crazy. <laughs> That's what made me be like, oh, my God, Bismack Biombo is still a thing? What the fuck is going on right now? <laughs> he was athletic, bothering everyone defensively, getting all the rebounds. He was absolutely amazing. What blows my mind is that we all got the Phoenix Suns winning the NBA title, and that's their starting center. That's their starting center. <laughs> they, got, they got a prolific all-star in Aiden playing power forward. Insane, bro. Moving on. It's a parade inside my city. Yeah. John Morant comes back, scores 17 points in his debut after um, showing off his glizzy. <laughs> uh, <laughs> What a show, bro. He put on 17 points coming off the bench. He had a highlight dunk. Fellas, did the NBA just piss off Ja Morant? And is he about to go on a fucking tear? Or is this just the same Ja that we've been seeing his whole career? Jazzy, you're up. Look, I still don't get it. I mean, he waved the gun around. Get over it, you know? <laughs> we got to stop I, that. We gotta I, get over it, guys. You know, um, he, he came out and, you know, he was John Moran. He, he proved, he showed that he still got the athleticism. And once you put 
put him in the starting lineup and you let him go and and you know they've been keeping a float you know dylan brooks and and those guys they've been staying up top Jackson, you know they lost yeah you know they, they've been staying the keeping the ship steady and now jaw comes back and playoff start this is a dangerous team out west you know but that leads into they're a dangerous team out west but that kind of leads into what ozzy's saying like they're them and denver are like the top two seeds out, out west right so do those two teams like scare you out west if you have to I'm match them up with like grizzlies. a lakers team. Grizzly, grizzlies are good bro absolutely i think the yeah. grizzlies beat the warriors last year if it's not for john moran uh getting hurt um, I think the Grizzlies are for real. John Moran can single single handedly drag you to the Western Conference Final, and that he could win you four fucking games. Jaron Jackson Jr. is a baller. Uh, they got fucking Dylan Brooks, who's like uh fucking Draymond Green in his He's prime. So yeah. it's crazy, and it's funny how they both hate each other. But uh, Desmond, Desmond Bain too. Desmond Bain, they got some teams. Slime are are the Grizzlies contenders. Or do you think like Jason? Are you think they're the Denver Nuggets, which I do not think so. Nah, I do not think so. To 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 answer your question prior, I just think I don't think that Job Moran is pissed at the NBA. I think he's just been humbled and now he's taken this shit three times as serious and it's gonna show, especially come postseason time. And and then to answer that with your next question i do think they are a threat i feel like we just we just called three different teams the winners of the of the western conference but uh <laughs> i do think the grizzlies have a great shot but i just i just don't but think nobody mentioned the grizzlies i think they well now we are we're mentioning how we think they're contenders which we do but i just don't think they have what it takes to to get out of the western conference so they don't finals. come out i think the they'll west. make it there but i think i think phoenix takes care of business against them in the finals if they, well, if they do match up that, that's the beauty of this show we have three teams coming out the western conference <laughs> finals when only one could come out welcome to another episode of the circle slime <laughs> nobody does it better all right fellas moving on we were treated to just such a phenomenal show a great spectacle of an event in the world baseball classic from beginning to end just the other day we had the championship game that was played here at marlins park you had the usa with just a phenomenal squad with just complete all-stars filled with americans mookie betts mike trout um arenado yep nelson arenado kyle schwarber schwarber i mean jt ramuto dude like tim anderson (laughs) bro it doesn't stop though who's the shortstop from the phillies uh what's his name yeah, Trey Turner Dying, hitting all the fucking home runs oh Trey Turner Trey Turner Trey Turner I mean this yeah. team was stacked and they went up against a Japan team that we only know one fucking guy on that team only two, one two. of them is in the majors uh, two, you, two. you just found out about Darvish Darvish I'm coming for you though you act like nah, you know about, I was talking about Darvish but um how great is Shohei Otani that he was able to carry this team to fucking victory. Slime, just speak on the greatness of Shohei. It's unprecedented. The dude's 6'4", 220. He can throw 103 miles per hour and still hit a fucking 500-foot bomb at the same time. Uh, it's something, like, I've never seen. I mean, I'm sure there's been two-way athletes that have played, that have pitched and done these things in the past. Maybe Jason could attest because he's been Babe around Ruth, since Stone Age. That's it. Yeah, but, but that's it. But, like, but to, see this in, in, with, to, to see this with the athletes we have today, like, this is just a spectacle, something that – 
we need to really enjoy. We need to really have our kids fucking mm-hmm. watch this guy grow within the MLB because it's just a damn shamey place for the Angels, bro. Go figure. The two stars of the Angels, the two faces of the MLB are playing each other in the finals, something they'll never do with their regular baseball club. But I just I just think that he's just a one in a billion type player and watching him has been just truly an honor, bro. It's just, it's just flat. The way he swings his bat, the bat speed, uh, the way he slows the game down and then he threw, like I said, 103 miles an hour. Then he threw a fucking 60 mile an hour change up. Like, holy shit, man. Like, how do you do that? How do you have that range and then play both sides like that? That's just something that we'll probably, you know, I don't want to say never again, because maybe 50 years from now, our kids are going to tell us, look at this guy, you know, but holy shit, this is just amazing to watch. Yeah. Jazzy, are we currently watching the best player to ever play the game in Shohei Otani? Is this Mike Trout was game? that guy prior to this. Yeah, <laughs> yeah but, uh, I think you know, so. Mike, Mike Trout is amazing, and he could be one of the greatest ever. But the fact that Shohei does it, he plays first base, and the guy pitches. It is yeah. just out of this world. We have never seen this. The world no. has never seen it. They've seen it once, and it was during the age of Babe Ruth. That Not I don't at this know, level. Yeah, I've never. I don't even know anyone alive. I, think I heard ever, one of the commentators. It's, it's crazy. Yeah, Go I think ahead, I heard Jack. one of the commentators say earlier today, you know, he's doing what, you know, these guys did when they were little leaguers, when they were little kids. This is what they were doing out in little league, you know, and, and that's a great thing. And maybe you can get some high school players start doing that now or some college players can start doing that now, you know, and that can translate it's into so dangerous. Some, when you, when you it think is. about it, because if you fuck up your elbow and you got to do Tommy, you can't bat no more, you know? So yes. it's just, I, I get that's why there's some restraint there, but to be able to be successful at it, it's just so hard to do. And he's this just, is just he's, beautiful. He's also a very special, he's a great talent, like a once in a lifetime type yeah. player, Relational. you know? Like, you, yeah, you look at him. I mean, this guy is just big with a baby's face. And he walked into that game. And when he was throwing like 100 miles per hour, I started saying to myself, oh, is he maybe a little bit nervous? And then you look at him, he's like, nah, man, he's in the moment. He is so calm and just having fun, enjoying and knowing where he is at that moment, where what is required of him to produce a just amount of energy at that moment. I mean, he's fantastic and he's He called it the greatest moment of his life. Yes, he said, he I knew said who it. I was going up against and I had to give 120% because he's like, I know who I am, but I knew who I was going up against. And I had to give 120% to match that type of energy. And I'm just like, wow, to be able to think that in the moment as such a young kid, you know, going up against a player like Mike Trout, it, it's great. You know, and we're privileged he's gonna to shatter be able to watch sal- this guy. salary cap. He's going to fucking oh, just get the most ridiculous it. deal of all time. <laughs> the, the Yankees are going to give him whatever the hell. They're going to give him half of Manhattan. He's going to own all of Manhattan. That's what he's going to get. It, Come play it's for amazing us. Here's what all he's of Manhattan. Doing. Uh, he's a phenomenal player, but uh, I'll ask you, Slime, are we watching the greatest player to ever do it as of right now? Do you think so? I think so, bro. There's just it, it sucks that baseball is such a team sport because it's not like watching Tom Brady take over the last two minutes of a football game or LeBron James getting that block single-handedly saving the game against the Warriors. Like he he's he has to have his team help him, and it sucks because they fucking don't in LA. I don't know what the hell they're doing over there, but it's just miraculous to see, bro. It's just it, I think that he 
by far, not by far, let's not get crazy, but he's probably one of the best players we're ever going to see play baseball. Yeah, and what's amazing, too, is that, you know, in football, when the game is on the line, the ball's in the quarterback's hand, or you're going to give it to the best running back, or you're going to throw it to your best receiver. In basketball, the game on the line, you're giving the ball to LeBron James or Michael Jordan. What a treat it was, guys. The game was on the line. Two outs. Yeah. The ball wasn't showing MVPs hand. to get to that guy, bro. Two, two bro, MVPs, Mookie Betts and finish, Mike Trout. To finish Amazing. the game, the ball wasn't showing hands, and Mike yep. Trout was at the plate. This doesn't happen. And in it went to a full yeah. count. Like the fucking yes. pressure. And it, yes. you went to a full count with Mike Trout, and you still looked him in the eyes and threw another fucking pitch and took him out of the game, bro. Like, holy shit. Like, let, let me ask you one. It, was it is. It was what you want. I ask you a question. Um, in that moment, um, let's go back in time Kansas a little State bit, ones. and if we can, and let's go update Kansas State. I thought, I thought Mike Trout was going to send that shit to fucking Biscayne, bro. Too. I thought. I did too. I, I really I did. did too. I did too. With the man on, I was like, oh, this is some storybook bullshit ending. He's about to fucking send it to the moon right now. I was like, no way, dude. But Otani came through. I thought it was beautiful. Otani came through. He struck him out. Just a beautiful ending. It was a nice story to see Japan get that win. Um, And the U.S., they got to come back. Same with the Dominican Republic and Venezuela and Puerto Rico. Cuba too. Cuba's gonna have a revenge game next year. They're gonna come back. They with said some... They're trying to. They're trying to. Next time they do the pool, they want to start Cuba in the further states or in another country, and then yeah. not have the final in Miami again. Because that's why they, they did the final they Miami, Miami. They, didn't think, they didn't think Cuba was gonna make it to the finals or Look to the that. semis, and they got to Miami and go. Of course, somebody defected. So that's why they're purposely trying to push them out further, uh, so they can't. So they can't just leave. But anyways, go ahead. Sorry, I just had to throw that in there. No, nah, it's crazy. <laughs> it's, what a treat it was. Um, it was amazing. It was such a joy. It was nice to be able to enjoy watching baseball, right? And, uh, yeah. and of all days, we watched it on like a Tuesday night. Yeah. And it was mm-hmm. apparently this was the most watched program in all of Japan. Like there was oh, like a, crazy. a third or fourth of Japan was all watching the World Baseball Classic. Like, I believe shit. that amazing amazing it was a treat to watch and as we get ready for the regular season that's coming uh we'll have more baseball to watch it's a long and strenuous season 162 games but uh hopefully it'll be just just as interesting at the world baseball as the world baseball classic was all right moving on to a little bit of nfl news there's been some notable free agent signings we got miko hartman to the jets seems like the kansas city chiefs can't keep a receiver is well apparently they didn't want to pay him uh because Tyreek Hill has been tweeting about McCole Hardman for like two months straight, asking when they're going to give him a deal. And sure enough, he ends up going to the Jets. Look at that. So also we got Denzel Perryman signs with the Texans. I wanted Texans are going to be a good team, bro. I think they were pretty fucking shitty last year. But Demico uh, Ryan's the new head coach, and I think he's going to take Perryman under his wing and make him a fucking elite middle linebacker. So we'll see. Yeah, it's going to be pretty cool, especially they have a really high pick. It's going to be nice to see what quarterback they get. Um, watch out for the Texans this year, especially in a real shitty fucking division. Um, linebacker Anthony Walker signs with the Browns. Jalen Mills, uh, the Green Goblin, signs with the New England Patriots. Uh, running back Dearness Johnson is with the Jaguars. David Long with the Raiders. Corey Littleton, another player to the Texans. Ronald Jones, as the Cowboys get rid of Ezekiel Elliott, they bring up a nice veteran backup to compliment Tony Pollard. Uh, Bobby McCain, look at that, former Dolphin, 
uh, former commander. He's a really good player. Um, he signs with the Giants, so that's a nice pick for them. And Jonathan Abram, a highly talented you player like that coming kid. out of college. I really did. He was such a thumper. Um, he didn't make it with the Raiders, but uh, now he signs with the Saints. And let's see if he could um, reignite his career. A little, little Ron Harper action. Come out. Ron Let's Harper. Uh, uh, <laughs> I think it's Roman Harper. Ron Roman Harper. Harper. Ron Harper was the race, the rapist, right? <laughs> yeah. No, he played for the no, Bulls, man, bro. For the Bulls, bro. <laughs> I like who was the point guard for the Bulls. Who was the guy that got all, all the sex, about the Darren sex Sharper. crimes? Darren, Darren Sharper. Darren Sharper. That's who it was. <laughs> Harper Sharper, that's all this shit. <laughs> Episode title, Ron what Harper. Is he the Ron racist. Harper, he's gonna be like, Yo, Ron Harper the fuck? Racist. I didn't do that shit. Ron Harper the racist. <laughs> wherever, wherever that guy's at, he's gotta be the racist rapist. The racist rapist. <laughs> that's not a tag title. I don't know what is. <laughs> oh my god, poor Ron Harper is getting crossfire, bro. <laughs> uh, all right, moving on. Cam Newton put on a workout at the Auburn Pro Day. Um, I don't know how we segue with from that, but we'll just talk about Cam Newton. Uh, fellas, are there 32 quarterbacks in the NFL better than Cam Newton? Jazzy, the floor is yours. <laughs> all 32. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I mean, we we buried this guy last year already. I mean, no, no, thank you, Cam Newton. Goodbye. You you showed one throw, you know, that you were in shorts when you did. Let me see an entire game with pads on, with a game plan and a defense coming at you with a hand in your face. You know, let me look at that. We buried you last year. Everybody's fine. Everybody's good. We don't need you anymore. Goodbye. Move on. You know, the Dolphins have I, – I, not even the Dolphins, but I, I think there is 32 quarterbacks better than Cam Newton. But I don't see why he could be – why he couldn't be a backup in the NFL. He doesn't uh, want to be. I'll let you go he first. He doesn't want to be, though. Yeah, I, I think it's just an ego thing. I think he doesn't want to be. He he got his shot. He, he had a shot with the Patriots two years ago with, with uh, Josh McDaniels and Bill Belichick, and then mm-hmm. he clearly couldn't do shit there. So uh, what makes you think two years later <laughs> – <laughs> that he's going to do anything different, right? I think he just needs to accept that position and just become a backup. If not, take your ass to the fucking uh, the XFL or the whatever the AF, the SFL, whatever the new one's coming out is going to be. Like, if you want to prove and be a starter, do that shit there then. If not, collect your five million bones a year and be a backup for somebody that you could be useful for. Come to the fucking Dolphins, you know? You never, you, teams, like, teams like that that you know the QBs aren't always going to be consistent, like San Francisco 49ers. Imagine him there as a backup. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, Go there and prove yourself. Do what Jameis did with the Saints, you know. Be a backup for a little while and you'll get your shot. And if you succeed, awesome. If not, you're still a bench player and you're still in the NFL. You're still getting hey, paid. So just the backup take the is fucking always role. Everybody's favorite player. Everybody's, yeah, so. bro. Just fucking go and be a backup somewhere. And shit, do it in Carolina. Who knows how long Baker Mayfield is going to be the starter there. Go back home. That. But like the options are limitless. Should he just give it up as a starter? Like, dude. You're past your prime. You're in your 30s. You're a mobile quarterback that's not mobile anymore. Like, just be a fucking backup, dude. It's okay. So safe you to had say, a great run. Safe, safe <laughs> to say Cam Newton's ego is stopping him from getting a job. We'll see how it plays out, whether some teams show interest or not. I'm definitely interested in seeing if teams show interest in him. And this is a headline that I will follow and will definitely keep you guys posted. All right, we're going to close out our NFL talks, and we're going to take a step back, and we're going to talk a little bit more about baseball. The Miami Marlins has their home opener coming in next week. Is that correct, Slime? 
Yep. Uh, next week, March March thirtieth. Yep, March thirtieth, we open up against the the Mets. New York stinking Mets. Yep. It's gonna be a fun series. Um, do the Marlins get eighty wins this year? Jazzy, I'll come to you first. No, dude. No, I mean they barely got sixty nine wins. Nice sixty nine. Um, <laughs> but I, I think, uh, do they get eighty wins? I think their goal should be to aspire to get eighty wins, unless they make a big, big, big off season move. I don't think this team is ready yet to make that type of a jump. I think if you're a team that would be, uh, I, I think they should have won 80 games last year if they would have won 80 games last year then they should be a team to compete for the division this year but they're not even close yet they're not there they haven't shown any of that they could surprise us but i I don't see it yeah i think they will surprise us man we got a cy young pitcher arguably the best pitcher in baseball we brought in last year's batting title winner uh world World series mvp we we got jorge soler you got jazz chisholm Got Johnny uh, Cueto's dreadheaded ass out there. I do think I do think we end up winning 80 games this year as well. I think Don Manley was putting up some weird fucking rotations out last year. Uh, weird defensive lineups. He benched Jazz a million times for some fucking strange reason. I think now that that's gone, we got a new skipper. Uh, I was going to ask you guys if you if you met uh, Schumacher, Skip Schumacher. I don't I don't know who he was in the majors, but apparently he was I mean, a, a decent player. player in the majors. Um, so let's see. I think it's a new direction. Uh, Kim, Kim, uh, when finally is doing her own thing, she's all on her own. Jeter's gone. She gets full control of who she's bringing on. So we had some decent signings and I think we do win 80 games. Do I think we win our division? Fuck no. But I think that we'll definitely at least break 80 games and have a 500 season. It'll be nice to see, man. I'm super excited. Um, it's so much fun in this city when we get to watch our Marlins and you actually like watch every game and you know they have a chance to win um but by god is it fucking depressing especially in the dog days of summer when the only thing you have are the fucking marlins and they're winning 50 games a year it's really really fucking sucks but they got some players man like we said uh we got a cy young pitcher we have a batting title and world series mvp player we have one of the best young players in all of baseball and jazz chisholm um we got some pieces can they put it together We'll see. It's going to be fun. We're definitely rooting for the home team, and we will have a close eye on the Marlins. And uh, we'll get you guys some backstage, um, behind-the-scenes footage because we're definitely going to plan an event there, and the Circle of Slime will invade the Miami Marlins ballpark. It's going to be great. All right, moving on. The KFC Double Down. It's back. It's been 10 fucking years, bro. It's so funny. I went on my Facebook, and I saw a picture that I bought this shit 10 years ago, bro. (laughs) Fucking amazing. Jason, you make that face. You look so disgusted. We got to get you to try one live on air. Can we do this? Can we do this? Why not? Fucking heart attack. (laughs) Just like asking. It's two pieces of fucking chicken with bacon and cheese and 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 like sauce and like where's the bread and it's just it's not there it's just that is your meal it's like get away from me you savage of a human being you don't belong here you're not right, from so this place so, <laughs> so, so jazzy if you do get a kfc double down is this something you're eating with a fork and knife or are you just going all hands in what this are you is doing? something I'm not eating. I'm not feeding you. I'm not buying it, and I'm not feeding you. And if you ask me to borrow money and it's to buy this shit, I'm not lending you the money. That's what this is. This is disgusting. 
Slime, are you Gross. eating the double down with a knife and a fork? Or are you just grabbing Water that shit? Me. I, I, I am going to use the wrapper that it comes in because I'm not a big dirty hands kind of guy, okay. but I will definitely no, eat your double down. I don't know. only if, goes so far. If you, if you, <laughs> hey, man. Liars and cheaters, bro. Liars and cheaters. All right. So if you guys remember the naked chicken taco from Taco Bell, man, it was the fucking yes. tits. It was the chicken it. crust. It was so awesome. And I think that the double down is a little greasier, a lot less healthy for you, but it's a fucking meal of a meal, bro. You eat one of those, you feel satisfied. My heart. You feel like you did something wrong that feels so right. And I highly Are recommend you, you guys man, going you out there and feel fucking like doubling you did down. Something wrong you get yourself you did something down. wrong. <laughs> Are you dipping it in some sauce or you just eat? Oh, I just God. go, I go straight for it, bro. But if you get the fucking little buffalo and dip it in there, it's a game changer. Just putting that out there. That doesn't sound bad at all. I think I'm gonna have to go on my way. I have to I haven't been to KFC in years. I think it's been 10 years. But um get, get the regular chicken sandwich, which is phenomenal from KFC, and then get the uh get the spicy chicken sandwich from and then get one of these double downs. So just in case you don't fuck with a double down entirely, give the other half to Jason. You get at least a good spicy chicken sandwich from KFC. So, so I heard is, is it a regular mayo or is that a spicy mayo they put in between it? Uh I don't know. I, I haven't had it in forever. Have, have spicy mayo would be nice. Spicy mayo would be really good. Um, I'm I don't know how I feel about the bacon. Um, Lord forgive me. Hopefully the bacon community doesn't attack me, but I feel I'm like about the, you. <laughs> you're about you to, need you something are. slime you need a, a flavor profile difference you can't just bacon. eat two pieces bacon of chicken with you know you put a little bit of cheese over bacon you get a little bit of Bacon's saltiness great. in there as well it's just it's a great treat it's a great treat. all right well jason likes bacon are you sold on the kfc double down now i like bacon no, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not. Like, See, like, I like the KFC chicken sandwich. You know, a lot of people are going to hate me for this, but I think the KFC chicken sandwich is one of the best chicken sandwiches. Preach that, that brother. Right now. Preach that, brother. I love the KFC chicken sandwich. Preach I think that, it is brother. fantastic. The flavor, the crunch of the chicken, the juice inside of the white meat. I think it is a great chicken sandwich from top to bottom, from the bun to the chicken to the whole nine. It's just a great chicken sandwich. Fight me. I don't give a shit. What if we you just got rid of Fight the us. bread? What if we got rid of the bread and we just had two chickens? See, but that's too much chicken because then you got two chickens plus you got bacon plus you got cheese and there's other shit in between. It's like, come on, man. There's got to be like Take it home, boundaries, add some jalapenos yo. In there. Fucking Americans. We need boundaries, guys. <laughs> Jesus Christ, we'll man. keep it going man uh slime's probably favorite part of this show oh, will be that taco bell yeah. volcano taco is back and they're also bringing back the baja chalupa dude i fucking love that volcano taco that's the spicy <laughs> shell with the lava sauce right the lava sauce, that yeah, shit is so good when did this <laughs> come back out so it comes out June 27th, and we're getting back the Volcano Burrito. We're getting back the Volcano Taco. And you can put Volcano Lava Sauce on any item on the menu that you want. It's going to be a beautiful time to fucking go to Taco Bell mid-June. So excited. Jason, are you, you fucking with the Volcano overkill? Taco? Like, I like the Volcano Taco, but then like with the Volcano Sauce, too, I think it's like overkill. <laughs> I think it's got to be like one or the other. You know, it can't be both you know, of them. Like, I think you need I to stop this... being, being a little bitch. Bro. Nah, First man. the chicken is too much. <laughs> Now, now, the, now the volcano sauce is too much. I'm just saying, like, there needs to be boundaries, guys. That's all I'm saying, you know? Just, you know, respect yourselves. All right, so are you eating the volcano taco or are you eating the double down? Which one? I mean, I'm not. Oh, fuck you, bro. I'm having a salad, man. <laughs> 
I'm not eating either one of those things, dude. We got to find a way to get him uh, a couple more vape pits, and I think we might uh, be able no, to get him. not enough vape pits, bro. Very excited. But all right, ladies and gentlemen, let's continue to have a little bit of fun. Slime, I will kick it over to you for the good old fact of the day. All right. So speaking of food and taste buds, this uh, fact of the day is about taste buds. So did you guys know that you actually lose a large percentage of your taste buds while you're on an airplane? This might explain why a lot of those less than stellar in-flight meals or why you find yourself craving the saltiest foods when you're in the sky. Your taste buds get lost when you're in an airplane. Go figure. Look at that shit. I never knew that. It's very interesting. So Um, there you go. Jason, take a double down on a plane and then you won't feel as bad about it. Why does that happen? What causes that? Hey, man, I just report facts. You're the one that's supposed to be fact-checking uh, your and facts finding are out the full research. Of shit, man. Uh, fact-check me, bro. <laughs> Do this shit. <laughs> I don't, people don't ask me why the facts are facts. It's a fact. That's the only reason why I say it. He doesn't know the science behind it. He just gives you the fucking truth, so take it. Exactly. All right, moving on. I'll give it right back to you for the good All old right. he did what. All right. He did what? He did what? So, guys, this heated what is finally not in Florida. Hey. You guys ready? Aww. Report. <laughs> Police, naked man arrested at Planet Fitness, said he thought it was a judgment-free zone. Whoa, <laughs> they do I say love it. I am, I am zone, with bro. that guy. <laughs> I support this man. <laughs> I support New Hampshire. A Massachusetts man apparently learned the hard way that judgment-free zone philosophy at Planet Fitness only goes so far. Police say 34-year-old Eric Stagno was walking around naked at the Playstyle gym before settling in on the yoga mats. So picture that sight. He was doing the downward dog all over the place. Officers arrived at Planet Fitness to find him nude on his knees in a a yoga-type position. The Haverful man was arrested without incident and charged with indecent exposure, lewdness, and disorderly conduct. The only statement he made was that he thought this was a judgment-free zone, apparently referencing the chain slogan. <laughs> Jim Goers, who saw Stagno's naked exercise, reported feeling disgusted, sick, and unsafe. Stagno was released on a $1,000 bail and is due in court on September 21st. I hope he's got a good lawyer. <laughs> I want to pay that man's there, bail. I want to yeah, pay that man's a, bail. That, that's that like fruits. a setup, bro. Like one of yeah. the people that like sue the coffee for the coffee being hot. Or I heard Buffalo Wild Wings get, tried to get sued because the chicken was fake or something. Like, the boneless this. wings are not wings. They're boneless pieces of chicken. Yeah, yeah. Right? that was a big thing. This is yeah, a I good one, man. In that judge class action, zone. They totally judged this man. This man was judged. Yeah, and he was doing yoga at the gym of all things. What's wrong with naked yogi? Show him what downward dog is. Assume position. (laughs) Assume the position. All right, boys, let's wrap it up and get on out of here. It is now time for the spotlight moment of the night brought to you by the Circle of Slime. Jazzy, you're up first. Shine bright. Hey, as always, thank you guys for watching. Thank you guys for joining us. Thank you for your likes, your subscriptions, for your shares. We appreciate all of that. We appreciate you guys watching our new content, you guys giving us your feedback, whatever feedback it may be. Uh, Just want to let y'all know the tournament. We're at the Sweet 16, Miami. 
OU. We play tomorrow. So go out there, support your local pub, watch the game, support the U, support the tournament. Um, and baseball's coming up. Baseball's got a bunch of rule changes and a bunch of changes just in general to get more fans watching. So I'm here telling you, y'all start watching the game. It's getting faster. It's getting a little better. It's not less boring. Uh, they got some uh, interesting things going on. So uh, check it out. The Miami team, like Ozzy and Andy was telling us, the Miami team has made some moves. So you know, maybe they do something special and they go on some kind of magical run this year. I don't believe it, but they do. And two is better than one. So listen to them and not me. Other than that, I can't wait to do this with you guys next week. I love doing this with you guys this week. And, you know, the future is waiting for us. So let's go, baby, to the cloud. All right, Slime, it is your spotlight moment of the night brought to you by the Circle of Slime. Shine bright. All right, so we got actually two South Florida teams in the Sweet 16. So let's show some love to FAU, who's playing Ooh, tonight right. at 9 p.m. against Tennessee. Let's hope tonight. they can take care of business and get into the Elite Eight. And we have the Miami Hurricanes playing tomorrow against Houston, the number one seed of the tournament. It's going to be a tough one, but I think the Canes have what it takes to pull it out. Other than that, uh, as Jason said, subscribe, rate, review. Please continue to do that. Uh, like Slime mentioned earlier in the show, we're starting a new series of Instagram reels and TikToks and stuff like that, just kind of showing you around some some seg some segments around the show, like Drink of the Night, Drink of the Day, 5 o'clock somewhere. That reel was posted early this week. Please show it some love. We appreciated all the feedback and all the reposts there, and we have a new one coming to you tonight or tomorrow, so you can check that out as well repost we've had the breweries who we're actually showing beer for repost our posts so that's awesome if you see those breweries do that for us please go on their page and like and react to it leave a comment telling them how fucking awesome we are because we're awesome Jerry right? is caring, and we, guys. And we and we love you guys and we just love the exposure and uh we can't thank you guys enough for getting us there i think slime said that our social media page went up like upwards of 500 percent as far as activity and responses so that's beautiful we can't thank you guys enough and uh, we're so excited. We got baseball right around the corner. We got playoff basketball right around the corner. And we can't wait to talk to it with you guys next week. Let's get it. All right. I refuse to let this episode end without showing some love to my Lady Canes. They as well are in the Sweet 16. We got some fucking hoopers on that squad. Our center, Pendande, is a baller. We got the Cavanera twins, who them white girls is going crazy. We got <laughs> Harden, who hit the game winner at the damn near at the buzzer. The Lady Canes are balling. They as well beat the shit out of the state of Indiana. Who's your daddy? We're your daddy, the University of Miami. So shout out to the Lady Canes. Shout out to the Canes men's basketball team. The 305 is doing their thing. We got a chance to make it to the elitists, the Elite Eight on both sides with the women's and the men's team. So I'm super excited. Tomorrow's going to be a great day. Two o'clock, tune in. Lady Canes, they're going to whoop that ass. And then the, the men's play, I believe, in the evening, somewhere between seven or nine. So it's going to be a great day for the city of Miami as both of our teams will advance to the Elite Eight. And as we do every single episode, ladies and gentlemen, wherever you're at, wherever you are, if you made us, the Circle of Slime, a part of your day, we thank you, we appreciate you, and we love you guys so, so much. It's me, your boy Skinny, Jazzy J, and the one and only Ozzy Era Era Fresh. Peace out, everybody. <laughs> I, just, I 